Calling all stations. Clear the air lanes. Clear all air lanes for the big broadcast. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. Welcome to this week's edition of the Outdoor Call Radio here on 1350 ESPN. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. of A. Uh, the Outdoor Call Radio is brought to you in part by our good friends out of Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage. If you need a place to go store your stuff like I did, I called up and called them at 515-822-1362. And I said, hey guys, I need to have a, a place for my trailer and some stuff. They said, well, come on down. I got to choose my lot. It's only 60 bucks a month. Trust me, I was paying way more for that uh, in another place. Won't tell you where it was, but they uh, this place is so easy to get in and out of. It's got secure gates, 24-7 access, security cameras, and you get a discount if you want a multiple spot. The best thing about this place, out down at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage, your, so- your lot is 12 foot by 50 feet long. That's three times bigger than what I was paying more for in another lot. I'm telling you, if you need a place to go store your stuff, give Tracy Dick or Danielle a call at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage in Carlisle, right down the street from Wyckoff at 515-822-1362, and they'll take great care of you. We are on Facebook Live right now. I got Eric and Kalupatch watching. Good morning, fellas. Uh, we got a lot to do. Good morning, Fishing Dave. Good to see you. Uh, we got a lot to talk about here in the next two hours. Uh, I got some funny stories for you as well. But uh, we'll get to that. Mark Boardman from Vortex Optics is going to hop on with us. We're going to talk about optics. we got dove season coming up here in a little bit. We're going to have uh, the urban hunting, deer hunting season starting. we got a lot of folks uh, heading out west. Good morning, Matt. Good to see you. There's my camera guy in Pennsylvania right there, my buddy old Matt. Uh, we got a lot to do, uh, and uh, Larry and Ryan are actually leaving for Montana today. So the, the, the Respect the Game crew is already heading out to start putting a whopping on some critters. So, Roger, good morning in New York, buddy. Good to see you. Good to see you. Boy, we got people all over the country watching us this morning. It's awesome. Let's uh, head over to the phones, and we're going to head up uh, Wisconsin way and go say hi to our buddy Mark Boardman at Vortex. How you doing, Mark? Hey, good morning, Dan. Doing great. How you doing? You know, we're doing well. Thank you. I can't complain. I wouldn't do any good anyway, right? That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Skippy Peterson. Do you know, you know Skippy Peterson? Mark, you know I don't. I don't. He's up. Uh, he's up your way in Wisconsin. He owns Gearhead Archery. You never heard of? You've heard of Gearhead, haven't you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's Skippy Peterson. Good guy. Oh, cool. right? He's one of the. He's one of the. When I met when I first met Skippy, he was out in Montana, 
uh, we're on going uh, mule deer hunting here in a couple of weeks. And uh, he was kind enough to come out there and help me film. And that guy is one of the smartest guys engineering-wise I've ever met. Just super nice guy. Yeah, that is definitely a unique bow system for sure. Yeah. Got Chris watching us in Pennsylvania this morning. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, man. We got people all over the place. So I, 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 I didn't want to bug you the other day, but I went and bought. Guess what? I went and bought. Tell me about it. I bought some. I bought some. Uh, gosh darn it, Mark. I'm. You know, I, I've been. I've been under the weather for the last two days. So like, I'm totally brain dead. I've got my. Uh, what's what's the what's the optics that are a thousand bucks? Oh gosh. I mean, I think you're probably looking at the Razer HD binocular if you're talking about a binocular. Yeah, that's what I bought. I I had the Vipers, you know, the 10 by 42s and I'm going out west and it's like, you know, I can't bother this guy. He's busy. He's got trying to get all this stuff. I went to Sportsman's. They had a big sale on Vortex Optics and uh I bought a I bought a set of 10 by 42 razors, man. Well, I I I appreciate you, and you're up, and obviously you're never a bother, so don't even ever think <laughs> yeah. about it. That hey, way. hey, however, tell the truth. I'm a I can I'm a pest. <laughs> <laughs> We're having an honest moment. Uh, no, just kidding. Totally just kidding. But I think, uh, like I said, I appreciate you for doing that, and I think you're going to appreciate the optics in those things because. I've used those for a number of years and have always really, really enjoyed that binocular. The optics are phenomenal. And another really big bonus of those is with that high level of optical quality, it's a really lightweight, compact binocular. I think, you know, if you're looking at the 10 by 42 in that series or even the 8 by 42, I think they're coming in at like 24 and 24 ounces and change, like almost like right at 25 ounces. So a very, a very light, a uh, full-size binocular with with really really sound uh, optical performance. Yeah, I, uh, Jeff. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. Thanks for watching us on Facebook Live. I I, I tell you what, I couldn't believe how much lighter they were than my Vipers. Um, you know, my ten by forty twos. I've been using those for a couple seasons now. Great optic, great binocular. And I I don't listen. If you're a rifleman, if you're a bow hunter, if you're a muzzleloader hunter, shotgun hunter, whatever, you you one of the things that you got to have is a good set of optics. I mean, you want to be able to be glassing, checking, you know, make sure that's the deer you want to get. You want to make sure you're looking for other things going on, and especially out west, Mark. I mean, it's just a different world out there than the Midwest. I mean, you you're you're looking down coolies and. And switchbacks and everything else, you got to have a good set of optics, and uh, that's that's one of the reasons. Because my vipers are still good, but I could not believe how much you lighten those things up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and the, the overall, the optical quality is you know it's going to be a step up. I mean, those vipers, oh man, you know they're an excellent binocular as well, and and fall into you know a different price bracket also. But yeah, those those, those razors, those those are going to be a step up and. You know, like you're talking about, just binoculars in general, um, you know, out west, I mean, that that's just a box you have to check. Like, it's just going to it's gonna up your game. You're going to be a way more effective hunter. Uh, and I think you're going to just overall have a way better experience. And, and I, I think that gets sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes overlooked by folks, you know, maybe east of the Mississippi or maybe they're hunting more more timbered environments. Like, well, I'm not, I don't have to look that far, so I, I don't need a set of binoculars. And... Man, I tell you what, you know, I mean, you are going to spot and find more game earlier if you're religiously using your optics. You know, even in, uh, you know, areas where, where you, you know, you can't see 5,000 yards. You might be able to see even, 
you know, 50 yards, 100 yards, but, you know, that's definitely going to allow you to spot more game and, and spot game before it spots you and hopefully get an opportunity. Yeah, no, they, they you definitely need to have a good pair of optics with you. I, I'm going to take my Diamondback uh, spotting scope out with me, too. You know, uh, Matt and I will probably do some glass in the first evening. Uh, we're going to be hunting alfalfa fields and stuff, so we'll probably just be doing afternoon hunts because you're not going to be able to get in there in the mornings unless we can find some scrub oaks or something around there that we can do a morning set. But uh, good morning, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Mark, up in Minnesota. My buddy in Minnesota up there where I go walleye fishing is harassing me, Mark. He, uh, he's got it. Yeah, it's not fun because I know the fishing's on fire up there. Good morning, Dan Anderson. But uh, those switchback uh, spotting scopes are awesome. And then I also took what I did is I took my Tacticam uh, LR camera and I put that on the diopter on the spotting scope. So I've actually got a way to take video and pictures right through my Diamondback spotting scope. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of folks are doing that these days. You know, you're essentially using your spotting scope as a long lens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, everybody or not everybody, but a lot of people are interested in you know, documenting their hunts or sharing those experiences uh, with their friends or, or even just, you know, kind of take, take an inventory, you know, you spot a deer and you can go back and watch it. And then, you know, if you spot that deer again, you'd be like, yep, that's him. You know, you can kind of preserve that and, and catalog those things. Yeah. Good morning, Charles. Good to see you. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to do it for uh, I'll probably do it while I'm glassing while I'm out there, Mark, to be honest with you. I don't think I'm going to pack all that stuff around with me. Um, I'm just going to, that's why I went ahead and upgraded the, the binos a little bit, but, but as far as just sitting out on a tripod and glassing some over some uh, switchbacks or coolies, I think I'm going to use that spotting scope. Um, I'm going to be able to reach out way farther with that. You know what I mean? Yep. For sure. For sure. No, but it's going to give you an extra advantage at those greater distances. No doubt. Yep. So we got dove season on opening up. I, I, I forgive me, folks. I'm already in deer. And elk. I would be in elk mode because I was just getting ready to go elk hunting this time last year. So it's just I'm I'm going through elk depression a little bit. But uh, I uh, right now I'm already I'm already on the deer and the the deer and everything else in my head. But we got dove season coming up here in a, in less than two weeks. And you know one of the things that you guys do for shotgun hunters is uh, that radical that uh that uh that it's not a what do you call that thing it's uh you know what i'm talking about the orange the orange or red reticle ring oh like the um like a red dot scope well i didn't want to call it a red dot scope because to me it's way better than just a dot it's actually got like a it almost looks like a you're a fighter or you know you're a jet pilot reticle Uh, oh sure sure yeah yeah like um oh like you know what you might find in the uh the uh, Razor AMG UH1 holographic sight. The hollow sights. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember when I could remember things. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's great for a shotgun, man. So, yeah. I mean, you can definitely put it put it on a shotgun. Uh, it really shines on, on an AR-15 or, or similar platform rifle. But, yeah, I mean, that holographic sight is a really, really phenomenal optic. Uh, quick target acquisition, uh, large viewing window, uh, and uh, that reticle is super handy. And, uh, yeah, you can a person can, can do some pretty serious work with it. Well, the, you know, the nice thing about it is you can actually, the, the, you can get on them really quick with that thing, you know, and, and listen, they're pretty economical. Um, I was actually looking at the, and Mark, correct me if I'm not saying this right, but I think it was the Venom, 
uh the venom that red dot venom you guys make that thing it's 300 bucks but that thing it it looks like it's just awesome yeah yeah so that's more of like a reflex style red dot very small lightweight compact you can certainly put it on a shotgun you can put it on a pistol uh and uh yeah excellent target acquisition the nice thing about those as well and this is really you know any red dot site they're essentially parallax free and so what that means is you know i mean you know like you know if you're shooting a pistol or or an ar-15 or something like that or you're in a dynamic shooting scenario you may not always be in that optimal position for Mm -hmm. sight alignment like let's say if you just had iron sights right so that red dot is is essentially parallax free so no matter what your position is or you might be a little bit awkward or you know, maybe you're turkey hunting and, and a bird comes in behind you and you got to kind of, you know, awkwardly like, you know, shoot behind you a little bit or something like that. As long as that dot is on where you want that payload to go, that's where it's going to go. So you can, you can kind of be twisted up a little bit, but as long as you can see that dot and it's on what you want to hit, that's where it's going to go. So that's what's, that's another really nice feature of a red dot site. Uh, absolutely. Uh, they, they're just amazing. I need to say hi to my buddy, Josh Martin out there at pure white tail, pure white tail on Josh, uh, John Thompson, Steve Rocco. That's uh Philip Vanderpool's uh, producer. Steve's out in Pennsylvania and Charles, thank you very much. Mark, I th- I'm going to have to have you on, man. We got you on. We got a ton of people watching this morning. Man, you got, you guys are, you're going worldwide with this thing. Oh, Hey, we're doing, we're trying. So we're trying. Hey, uh, so I, I got to tell you, you no, know, and a lot of people would say, why would you want a, an optic like that for, for wing shooting? It's, you can act with, I, I'm, I think it's awesome. I, I know for turkey hunting, it's especially awesome. You can't beat those for turkey hunting. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely getting really, really popular for turkey hunting. Um, and a lot of it's, you know, from the reasons that I just, you know, chatted about below. And then also, you know, with modern, shotguns and these amazing shotgun shells that we have you know with you know the you know uh, um rifling like, you, know, you got shotgun uh, rifling now <laughs> yeah you know i mean or you know the, you got the heavy shot the tss the things like that you know guys are able to really extend their effective range uh in the turkey was with a shotgun and having that red dot you know with a standard bead you're going to cover up a lot of that bird you know at you know 40 50 60 yards something like that uh, with the red dot, you just have that full field of view. That dot's going to go exactly where you want it. You need, you're going to be knowing if you're going to hold, you know, even just a little bit high if you need to, if you need to compensate for a little bit of drop. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good way to go. A lot of guys are doing it these days. I got a gentleman named Jerry Meyer here saying, morning, uh, morning, Stud Muffin. I don't know why I would call me Stud Muffin, but that's fine. Thank you. Uh, killer <laughs> shirt. I got my pure whitetail shirt on. They're, they're all, uh, they're all loving my pure whitetail shirt. But anyway, here's a question. What would you say to a lifelong Leopold user to switch to Vortex? Now, Mark, I'm going to let you answer that, but I'm going to say one thing before. Okay. The warranty alone is worth switching, but Mark, you, you fill in the rest. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of great companies out there making great optics, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a competitive landscape no matter what arena you play in. Obviously, I sit in my Vortex chair, so, you know, I, I, I'll be honest in saying I've got a pretty strong bias, you know, who I think has some of the best stuff out there. Mark, uh, Mark, just, just say it like it is, brother. Vortex makes it l- less ex- less expensive and gives you more quality. I mean, you're you're not giving up any quality, and you're spending less money 
And you, I don't care if you drop them things, if you put them in the fire, if you, if you, uh, you, you get run, they get run over. Your grizzly bear eats it. Uh, the dog gets a hold of it. The wife throws it at you because she's mad at you and breaks a lens. You guys have a lifetime no excuse warranty. So we do, yeah. You know, and and you're 100 percent correct there. Uh, you know, I mean, we have our our Vortex VIP warranty that stands for very important promise. And uh, I mean, it truly is a lifetime, unconditional, no fault, transferable warranty. If you give your binoculars or sell your binoculars to somebody, that that warranty travels with the optic for the life of that optic and you know from a customer service standpoint we want to help our customers before during and after the sale and you know i would say we try to build our stuff so so nothing ever happens right so you never have to use the warranty and and a lot of folks i'd say most folks never do right but it it is there for you if you do need it uh we have an in-house repair team Uh, i mean these guys are just you know amazing at their job they can take these optics apart and repair them you know down to their smallest screw uh, the turnaround times are, you know, I think we're looking at like, even like two days sometimes right yeah, now. It's, so it's if, we, if we receive an optic, if we receive an optic on a Monday, you know, depending on where a person is, they might get it back on Friday, right? And and when's something likely to happen? Whether whether it falls off your truck or you know you slide down a cliff or, I mean, we get some pretty wild stories, Dan. But it's probably going to happen during a time period where you need it up and running, right? So we want to get that optic back in a person's hands as, as soon as possible. And, and you were talking about the quality a little bit earlier. I mean, one thing we work really, really hard at is we want, you know, at any given price point in the line, you know, we want to get, give a person more for their dollar than if, than if they went some, somewhere else. And that's definitely one of our priorities and, and something we try to do. Well, you guys, your customer service is, is really, really good. I need to say hi to, there you go, Jerry. I hope that answered your question for you. Steve, good morning. Uh, John Paget, good morning, John Paget. Uh, Mark, if you don't know who that is, he's down south, and he, this guy's got some beautiful turkey calls cranking out. Doctor Don, good morning this morning. Jerry, you're welcome. Uh, I got one more question here. Where did I? I lost my question. Where was my question at? Uh, Kenny, Ken wants to know what is a good, reasonable Vortex shotgun scope. So you know, I'd say that's going to depend a little bit on on what they're trying to do with it if he's talking about uh deer hunting then you know i'd take a look at maybe the the diamondback series or the viper hs series now neither of those are really going to have a shotgun specific reticle you know for slugs if he's looking for like a a bdc style reticle that's gonna um you know subtend i'd say with like most slugs out there i mean that's definitely a tricky thing to do but I mean, yeah, you can pretty much, or really any of our scopes, you know, you can put on a shotgun and, and I wouldn't overlook the red dot uh, side of things or even the low power variable, like a one to six or a one to eight or a one to 10, something like that. Yeah. Dr. Don, good morning. Good to see you. Uh, Jeff says that Vortex has one of the nicest crossbow scopes out there. So there you got another Vortex fan. Heck yeah. That thing's pretty sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we got to take a real quick break, Mark. You hang on. We you got some new stuff coming out that I want to share with the folks. You're getting a hey, everybody watching us on Facebook Live and listening to us on the air. You're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a, a heads up, a scoop. We got scoop each. So uh, we'll be right back with Mark here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Saturday night. 
All right, welcome back to Waking Up. <laughs> Good morning to the Outdoor Call Radio. Gosh, I almost did it again. Well, you do something for 15 years. It's hard to change the name on it. Outdoor Call Radio. We got Mark from Vortex Optics on. Mark, you still there, bud? Mark? Yep, yep, uh, I got you guys. All right, so, uh, hey, uh, I had a question about uh, shotgun. Uh, could you use one of the red dots for, hang on, I got to find it here. Do people use red dots for a shotgun for pheasant hunting? I, I've seen some people upland hunting with those. It's got that reticle ring, so, I mean, you could get on them pretty quick, but, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be your preferred, um, but I know people do do it. I mean, I've seen people shoot clay birds with them. Sure, yeah. I mean, people certainly do it. I, w- I wouldn't say it's, like, as common, you know, for kind of that more instinctual shooting with a front beat. I'd say, you know, primarily when a, when a person's putting an optic on a shotgun and, or even a red dot on a shotgun, it's going to be from a turkey or a defensive standpoint. Well, the field of view is going to, ha- you want to have as much field of view. So, you know, I would probably still shoot open sights. Wouldn't you say that, Mark? Yeah, I mean, that would that'd be my general recommendation. But like you said, there's a handful of folks out there that they put that red dot on their shotgun for wind shooting. And I mean, that, that's how they want to do it. And they're super effective. But I'd say, yeah, by, by and large, I think you're pretty spot on there. I, I think you gonna- do. I think you just do whatever is going to make you more proficient in the field. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we got a hey, Andrew. Are you ready? Did you have that? Okay, we got a big. We got big announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an are you there, Dan? Hang on. Horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ooh, scoopage! Did you did you not hear that? We had a special deal for you there. I I couldn't hear it. It didn't come through. Oh, it didn't come. You got. You, oh, that's weird. Uh, anyway, uh, we, we just played our, we got scoopage, uh, liner, so go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got a couple of cool, very cool new products, uh, coming out Eric, They came out, uh, just the other day. So, uh, we were talking about binoculars earlier. You were talking about the Razer HD series. Well, we have the Razer UHD series, which is the ultra high definition, uh, binocular. And I mean, truly a top tier alpha class binocular we had the 8x42 the 10x42 the 12x50 and the 18x56 depending on you know what a person prefers but just the other day we actually came out with a 10x50 version and it's going to be um i mean i'd say i'm 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 oftentimes a 10x42 guy or 12x50 guy depending on on the scenario uh, you know, I look at, I look at the 10 by 42 as like my all around and the 12 by 50, like if I'm going to do, you know, an open landscape Western hunt, that's going to be my primary binocular. But now there's a new kid on the block and it's the 10 by 50. And, uh, man, that, that extra, that extra objective diameter with mm. the 10 by 50, it, it does let in a significant amount of light. You're going to have better light transmission. And it's also really going to help you resolve things in those shadows where those critters like to hide. So if you're, spring black bear hunting and you got bears in in the shadows on timberline or if you're trying to pick apart you know a hillside looking for a bedded buck or something like that man ooh, that 10 by 50 is going to give you a nice little edge and it is just an uh, astonishing sharp high definition just incredible resolution binocular and and certainly one if, if a person has a need for a binocular of that performance level uh one i would su- suggest they take a hard look at and what what models were that coming out in? So that's the Razer UHD 
series, and it's the it's the new ten by fifty. We just launched that puppy, like you know, one or two days ago. Okay, I want one of those for Christmas, Mark. <laughs> we can get working on that. Okay, yeah, because I've been a forty two guy my whole life. Um, 10 by 42. And, uh, you, I, when I first started out, I was at eight by 42, but I went to, as soon as I bumped up to a 10, man, I could just see so much, so much better from a tree stand or a ground blind, um, with that magnification. And I had just enough light where early morning, late evening, I could still see, you know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. You know I mean? You know, anytime, you know, all things being equal, anytime you step up in magnification, uh, you know, so like, let's say, you know, uh, even if we'll go back to that eight by forty-two versus ten by forty-two example, uh, with with the ten by forty-two, you're going to get a little bit less light transmission. You're going to have a little bit smaller exit pupil. You know, so you know optics. It's always a game of give and take, give and take. You know, right. and that new that new ten by fifty version is definitely going to give you a little bit more light. But again, with the give and take, it's going to be a little bit heavier binoculars. So a person's going to want to you know take into consideration all those factors when they're making their decision. Yeah. Well, I think for most hunters, the light is going to be the most important, don't you? They, they want to be able to see early as, as soon as possible. Because if we walk out, when we go hunting in our stands or blind, I mean, we're out there 45 minutes before light. You know, we're, we're sneaking in in the dark. And then, you know, as soon as it starts coming, that, that sun starts coming up over the horizon and everything starts getting a little bit brighter, I mean, we're glassing. We want to see what's going on. So light, I think the light's probably one of the most important things. Oh, certainly. I mean, you nailed it. You know, I mean, I think, you know, if anybody that's been in the field long enough, even one day, you know, you're going to realize that, you know, like you said, number one, you're out there early, you're staying late, and game is going to be oftentimes most active during those time periods, yep. too. So you want to be able to take advantage of any opportunity you can get. And it, and it could be even spotting something for tomorrow. Yeah, well, you know, most shooting legal shooting hours are one half hour after sunset. I mean, you still can see, but that sun's going down, and, you know, you, that last... You know, the, what, what's the saying? The worst hunt in the world can change uh, and be one of the best hunts in 15 seconds. So oh, that's the truth. You, you know, that's usually when things happen. You know, it's just they, they change on a, on a dime. But you got to be able to see, and, you know, that's really important. And what's the, uh, what's the other big announcement? So uh, not, not too long ago, we released a new rifle scope, right? And so I know people are like, they're probably just getting cranking. You know, they're getting... They're doing their, they're getting ready for early archery seasons. They may already be bow hunting, uh, you know, but a person might be on an early fall bear hunt right now too, uh, with, with the rifle. So we recently just launched the Razor LHT four and a half to 22 by 50. And this scope, Dan, I don't know from, from the hunting side of the house, it may be the coolest, like rifle scope we've ever launched and i think it's truly one of my favorites so it's got a 30 millimeter tube like i said it's a four and a half to 22 by 50 so it's got just an excellent excellent magnification range that's going to be versatile for you know uh you know fairly close quarters stuff to long range stuff it's got a capped windage turret which is going to keep the optic lightweight and streamlined but it's got an exposed locking elevation turret with a zero stop that's incredibly easy to set so sometimes zero stops can be a bit of a pain this thing is as simple as it gets i mean if you know lefty lucy you can get this thing dialed in and uh and uh, it uh the optics are stunning i mean just absolutely off the charts stunning uh, it's got a first focal plane reticle so that reticle 
uh, is going to, you know, as you go up in magnification, it's going to appear to get bigger. As you go down in magnification, it's going to appear to get smaller. What that gives a person is the ability to use the subtension markings or all, essentially all that data, all those reference marks on the reticle at any point within the zoom range. So you could be on 10 power and shoot off your reticle if you want. You could be on, you know, 20, whatever, wherever you're at, you can use the subtension markings in that reticle, which is super handy when shooting long range and when you're trying to hold really, really accurate wind holds. I mean, these days guys are, they're, they're really, or, or folks out there are really, uh, you know, oftentimes extending their effective range. They're going through the process of getting the ballistic data for the load that they're pushing through their personal rifle. They know exactly where and how that bullet is going to perform at distance, and they're using wind meters like Kestrels, or they're, or they're using, you know, uh, uh, coupling it with an optic like the Fury HD 5000 right. AB, uh, which, you know, that's our range-finding binocular with the with the applied ballistic solver on it, right? So that's going to, you know, that optic is, is a range-finding binocular, but it also spits out a ballistic solution for you, for your particular rifle, right? Yeah. And no. so all these things are just helping people be really, really more effective long-range shooters and also extending their effective range in the field. Absolutely. Jeremy Lee, good morning. Jeff Kerr, good morning. Charles wants to know, if someone has a warranty issue, are they able to turn in their Vortec optics in the warranty and upgrade, pay the difference if they if they can? Or is that an option? So we do, we don't have you know I guess an upgrade an upgrade program in place. But what what I can tell you is that if you have an issue with the binocular, you want to get it fixed up, you know, get it back into us. Uh, you know, the the techs that uh, on the team there, they're going to go through it. You know, and, and they're they're going to do more than, than what you asked. Right. Right. So if you say, you know, we have you, you know, give us a starting point, like, Hey, you know, uh, I, I dropped my, I dropped my binocular and, and my eye cup, you know, got fouled up. Okay, cool. We're going to take a look at that eye cup, but they're also going to run through the entire binocular and make sure that it's performing. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to check and see if everything's in alignment and, and all that good stuff. So, uh, they're going to give it a complete run through. That's for sure. Yeah, they do a great job. Every time I've had to send something in, I mean, they and you, your customer service is one of the best out there. So you did good, man. Uh, Dennis, good good luck fishing this morning. Dennis is out the water listening to us fishing. That's a you know, Mark. I always think that's one of the best compliments I get. I got people listening to me while they hunt and fish. I think that's awesome. That so, is awesome. Yeah, that's a very good compliment right there. Hey, if uh, I told you a half hour would go really quick, man, I, I can't thank you enough for being a great partner on the radio and the TV shows, and uh, we love Vortex. The only thing I'm going to ask you to do, uh, please go to whoever buys your clothes and tell them you need more fat guy sizes. I'm, every time I buy an XXL with you guys, it's like a, an extra large. I'll, I'll give them that feedback. We'll put it in the old suggestion box. You guys got great clothes, man. I want to wear them, Mark. They're just super tight. I feel like a sausage. We'll have to, we'll have to work on, uh, we'll have to, that's good. We're, yeah, we're streamlining. You're, you get you, get you looking fit and trim out there. That's what Larry McCoy uh, always says. He goes, well, we're just trying to get you in shape, Dan. So yeah, exactly. Hey, no, but, uh, no, I mean, I mean, you know, and you bring up a, you know, definitely a point there, you know, the, the apparel side of things is definitely an area of focus for us and. You know, uh, you know. I always say you got to look good to feel good, right? So, yeah. But, well, uh, you know, you guys but, uh, got yeah. good clothing because a lot of the box stores and stuff carries Vortex clothing, so you know there's a demand for it. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, a person can definitely find some of that stuff out there at, at their their local retailer. Yeah, Vortex Nation, man, you should be happy.
Mark? Did yes, we, sir. Did, did we lose you? It, it blanked out there for a I, second. I, I said Vortex Nation, you should be happy. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, we appreciate everybody out there, um, you know, and whether they're buying a buying a shirt or a binocular or that new LHT rifle scope, we appreciate each and every every one of those folks. And, you know, if, you know, you're talking about people with questions, man, if a person has a question, give us a call. I mean, we've got a team of experts. These guys know of, about everything. So whatever rifle you're running or if you're archery hunting, or if you're hunting out east or out west or w- whatever you're up to, uh, and it could be the most niche thing. We got folks that know a lot about it, and they're going to be able to get you get you outfitted with with what you need, or at least give you get point you in the right direction. Yeah, and you got before I let you go, I got to talk about your rings. Your scope rings are some of the most affordable and easiest rings to put on either a muzzleloader, a shotgun, or uh, your your rifle. So if you need rings, check out Vortex for rings because your scope rings are rock. Uh, yeah, I mean that's another big one, and and those uh, those pro rings, man, that is such a super solid. You know, really, it's a very um, very well machined ring. I mean, those things are awesome. They're they're what I put on my own rifle. You know, I kind of get my pick of the litter at Vortex. Those are what I put on all my rifles. Uh, they go on a Picatinny rail, which, in my opinion, is you know probably the most you know as far as alignment and precision and just a mounting system. You know, it's tough to beat a Picatinny rail. And, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't kill you in your pocketbook, but they're a phenomenal, phenomenal ring. And, and they are the connection They're They are what are connecting this precision optical and mechanical interest instrument to your precision rifle, right? So they have to be, uh, a very, uh, <laughs> very sound part of your entire rifle system. They're incredibly important. They're, 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 uh, uh, an accessory that gets, I think oftentimes forgot about. I think people spend a lot on their optics and they spend you know, a lot of, of time and consideration and money on their rifle and kind of that, that ring gets forgotten about, but it is so critical and so important. So get yourself a set of them pro rings and you'll be on your way. Yeah. And they're very affordable folks. They're very good. Mark, if someone wants to see what we're talking about today, where can they go do that? Man, I'd say go to vortexoptics.com. You know, that's going to be a great starting point. You know, jump into your, your local retailer. We have an extensive dealer network, you know, nationwide, worldwide, uh, go in there. If it's during the week, give us a shout, give us a call, hit us up on any of our social platforms. We're super active, super responsive. Those guys are great. Uh, I mean, we we mean it when we say we want to talk to our customers. We want to talk to you. We want to help you. We want you to enjoy your outdoor experiences to their fullest potential. Get in touch with us. You know, we'll, uh, we'll get you squared away, buttoned up. All right, there you go. Mark, we'll talk to you soon, brother. You have a good day, and thanks for spending some time with us this morning. No, awesome, Dan. Thanks for the invite. Always great chatting, and uh, yeah, happy hunting and fishing out there, everybody. Yep, good luck this season, pal. Yep, thanks. Good luck to you as well. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. There goes Mark from Vortex. We're late for a break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday all across the good old U.S. of A. Did you know the Iowa All-Breeds Jeep and 4x4 show is coming up? It is September 18th and 19th out at the Cambridge Off-Road Park, 815 Center Street in Cambridge. Listen, folks, if you like to watch uh, 4x4s, trucks, Jeeps, Broncos, uh, uh, Bronco Blazers, whatever, do off-road obstacle courses, have just go nuts, mudding it up. This is your show. They've got RTI ramps. They've got retail deals out there. They're 
<laughs> You're welcome, Lauren. Uh, Lauren said, thanks for the personalized fishing report. Uh, they've got uh, teeter-totters that you can drive your vehicles up on to balance stuff. I would never do that with my truck. There's no way. I love my truck too much. Oh, come on. You no, can do not, it. not going to do it. Uh, they've got uh, RC uh, kids uh, courses out there. They've got swap meets going on. There's drawings and door prizes. It's really a great event. And they draw people from all over the country, this thing. So if you're if you're a gearhead and you love off-roading, this is the show for you. So check it out. It's going to be the Albury, Iowa All-Bridge Jeep Show and 4x4 event September 18th and 19th out at the Cambridge Off-Road Park out in Cambridge, Iowa. Can't miss it right off of uh, Interstate 35. You can't miss that. All right. Uh, my buddy uh, Josh at uh, Pure Whitetail has went crazy. They're giving away money now, apparently. If you need to go watch, go look up Josh Martin on Facebook. Him and Grant actually got into it, I guess. Josh was mad, so he started giving away money. Go check that out. And I, 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 Sometimes I don't like being a partner with them because I can't win some of the stuff. They give away fishing trips, hunting trips. They give away money. I, 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 can't, I can't do it because I'm a partner. But you can. Go check it out. Uh, Beads Lake, uh, Bluegills and Bass are fair. Clear Lake, the walleye are slow. Uh, lake is about 5.4 inches low. Water clarity is 27 inches. Yellow bass are good. Gills are good. Crystal Lake. <laughs> the only thing I'm getting my truck all dirty is a dead animal in the back. Okay, Squirrel. Jim, there you go. Well, no, I had a thing. I had to read it there. Squirrel. Uh, listen, happy. <laughs> Uh, Lake Cornelia, the bass and catfish are good. Lower Pine Lake, the crappie bite and bass bite is good. East Okoboji, water temperature is 78 degrees. Crappie bite is fair. Gills are good. Spirit Lake, 77 degrees. Perch and walleye are fair. West Okoboji, water temperature is about 76 degrees. Uh, water clarity is about 25, 26 inches. Bass are good. Bluegill are good. Black crappie are good. Walleye are fair. Three mile, uh, the bluegill bite is fair. Try jigs, fish along the creek channels in the flooded timber, eight, 10 feet of water. Largemouth bass are fair. Get into the cedar trees, brush piles, any kind of structure, and fish with jigs along the weed lines. 12 mile, largemouth bass are slow. Catching bass up to 21 inches with jigs, fish near the cedar brush piles or along weed lines. Gills are fair. Yellow perch are fair. Water temperature is in the low, is it low 80s? I think it's 80s. I could. I think that's. I don't know if that's right or not. All right. Hey, uh, we went out. Good. Is your nose healing? Yeah. I still look at that. It's still scarred up. I'm. I'm gonna have scars, man. Just call me Scar. Arr. It's Scar on the radio. Arr. <laughs> yeah, Welcome to this morning's show with Scar. I yeah. might as well call you Simba's brother. That's Simba, all I Simba's call brother? Yeah. yeah, the Outdoor Scar. That's my name. The Outdoor Scar. Change the whole perception yeah, of the yeah, name now. Yeah, outdoor Scar, yeah. Outdoor I don't know. It, it, it's better than what it is. Better than having a hole in my nose, right? You know? Better than the outdoor hole. Just saying. <laughs> pizza. Tim Henning, will you quit talking about Stephanie's pizza? You're killing me. That's a place down in St. Louis. Tim, Tim Henning is here in Des Moines, but he's from St. Louis as well. So Tim and I probably share a lot of love for the same food down there. And God, if you've never had Stephanie's pizza, that's that's like getting a ten point buck, man. That's like that's, that's high praise. Oh my God, that's good pizza. High praise. Hey, there ain't many pizzas I drive six hours for. That's one of them. Really? Oh my God, good stuff there. So yeah, the fishing's uh, fishing's just going to get better. Speaking of fishing, um, I've, I'm selling my boat. I put my boat on Craigslist. I know. It's killing me. Come on, I'm broken man. hearted. 
Well, I got uh, the qu- on, I got to pay for some of these bills, my surgery and stuff, and uh, you know this uh, this cancer stuff, man. It's just kind of cares. So, you know, Jenny and I kind of talked, and I said, you know, maybe it's probably better if I take a step back and put some money in the bank. And so, if someone's looking for a, br- I just bought a twenty one Lun. If someone's looking for a fishing boat, I've got Live Scope, I got Garmin uh, Echo Maps, I got a I got a uh, seven inch on the on the column, I've got a nine inch on the bow. For the live scope, I've got an onboard charger. I've got a uh, Minn Kota um, Terova autopilot spot lock trolling motor on the front. Um, I'm I'm pretty much I'm giving I'm pretty much giving you a great deal. So if, if it's got 11 hours on the boat, if 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 that. So if anybody's uh, no Jeff, I can't. I'm not taking payments. Trust me, this is a great investment. So it would cost you twenty six if you bought the boat around here. If I if I because I looked it up, I'm only asking twenty three. So uh, you know, I I just bought it. I can't give it away. I mean, but I you know I'm I'm giving somebody a break. I got five thousand dollars in electronics and uh and the trolling motor and stuff on there. So and I got wave whackers on the back and stuff. So anyway, if you're looking for a boat, this would be a boat for you. I just it I cried when I put it on Craigslist. I, I teared up a little bit to be honest with you. Uh, got to take you just got to I just I tell you man, you your you just when you hear them words, you got cancer. It changes your whole life. It changes your perspective. You you uh it's just like it, whoa. Whoa, what? You know? Now I don't think I I think I'm okay but i just i just never know second cousin discount i just jeff i just told you i'm saving you three four thousand dollars there you go i didn't know there was such a discount yeah no jeff i'm not giving ious either second cousin discount second cousin discount i gotta try that absolutely yeah i'm telling you man it's just one of them deals it just went raffle it off at a dollar a ticket yeah okay bob I'll start selling tickets for a thousand dollars a piece. How's that, <laughs> Jerry Hall? You'll be fine. Just yeah. Hey, Jerry just said he's going to go see his dermatologist on uh, on Monday, folks. I I am not going to. I I told you I wasn't going to talk about this a lot, but I'm if I can help one person, I'm going to say it. If you have a bump on your nose or if you have a, uh, mine was just like a little, it looked, it just started bleeding for some reason, like a little pimple. And, you know, it just, I didn't think anything of it. I went to the VA and they said it wasn't anything. And, and then my buddy Donovan told me he had was someone, something similar and they froze it off. They, you know, he went, I saw, I figured I better go to a dermatologist and check it out. And that's where I found out I had cancer, but, uh, don't, don't wait and don't, I put it off for three or four years, and if I would have went right away, it wouldn't have been as bad. You do not want to go and have that done three or four, like like I did, and then have to have plastic surgery. You don't want to have to do that, okay? Go to the doctor and get it checked out. Please do not procrastinate when it comes to that, okay? Please don't. I got to take another quick break. We'll be right back. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, so Larry, Philip, and I were out putting tower blinds up all week. We got that done, and you know what I was seeing? I was seeing a ton of pheasants uh, or on the on the gravel early. Turkey, uh, the part, the 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 pheasant population is really strong in the areas that we were at. Man, I saw poults all over the place. So, if you are a upland hunter, you're going to be happy, I think, this fall. 
Uh, I was, it was great. Actually, I had to get out of the truck and shoo them off the road because they didn't want to get back in the wet grass. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to take a chance that they were running in in front of my truck. It was driving me crazy. So, but it was neat just seeing them. I wish I could see some turkey poults like that. So our pheasants are doing good. We got to get our turkeys up. All right, we got to take a break here in a sec. Uh, we're going to have Dave Bloom from JLM on, and uh, we're going to be talking about rifle. Uh, we're going to be talking about rifle loads. We're going to be talking about dove loads, uh, different shotgun loads for doves, and then uh, shotgun hunters, uh, be prepared. We're gonna we're gonna tell you what what uh, you need to watch for for your shotgun season. So that's all coming up here after the break, right here on thirteen fifty ESPN, the Outdoor Call Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to hour number two. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge? If you haven't, I encourage you to go to your nearest Elite dealer. That would be Archery Field and Sports over in Altoona. Go see my buddy Mark. Uh, or you can go up to Sportsman's Warehouse up in, in the Ankin area and go check them out. They are a, an Elite dealer as well. And uh, you'll get to see what that set technology is all about. Uh, the ASM tri-track systems, uh, the adjustability and shootability like you've never seen. You're able to customize a fit to a bow better than any other bow out there, in my humble opinion. And I would encourage you to check out the Encore, the Remedy, the Cure. Check out the Ember. If you're on a budget, that Ember, that Ember XL, you cannot beat those bows. They, uh, Larry shot turkeys with them this year. That's how good they are. So if you're looking for a good hunting partner this year, go check out Elite. And once you take the shootability challenge, you'll see what I am talking about. All right, let's head over to the phones and see our see what our good buddy Dave is up there. What are you doing there, Dangerous Dave? Hey, I'm out uh, doing a little fishing this morning. How's the fishing? It's good so far, yeah. We've caught a bunch of bass. Where are you at? Uh, over near Tama. Wow, good for you, man. That's exciting. So yep, got some got got some boys out doing a little early morning fishing. Well, I tell you, that's that's the time to do it, early morning, late evening with the weather we've had, huh? For sure. So I just had uh, a guy from Vortex, Mark from Vortex Optics on. We got a ton of gun questions uh, about optics. And I know you guys are really good about optics and giving good stuff there. But I want to talk about loads today. Uh, dove season is going to start September 1st. And, you know, there is so much, there's so many things out there for different loads. What, what, are, you, what are you seeing right now in the, in the ammunition side of the business there, Dave? Well, unfortunately, the ammunition side is still slow. Yep. So we're having a hard time getting in uh, just about anything. So we're really pushing to try to get some, you know, some some hunting loads for deer, but we're also really pushing to get, um, you know, some game loads like, you know, something like for a duck, or uh, you know, the early duck season and also the the dove season that's coming up. So I would love to have better news. Um, man, if you can find it somewhere, buy it. Well, I just told everybody shotgun season, they, they need to buy, start buying that stuff now because December, when 100%. December gets here, there's not going to be any found, is there? 
hundred percent. If you can find it, buy it. And I know that sucks because you end up paying more when you're under that kind of pressure. But if you want to hunt, you're going to need to you're going to need to scrounge this year. I think it's going to be a tough year for ammunition. Why is twenty two and two twenty three coming in more rapidly now, and the shotgun stuff is still behind? Um, because it's all the manufacturers all put their effort towards whatever is selling at the time. So obviously 223 is going to sell all the time because people are using it all year round. Yeah. They are definitely ramping up their shotgun stuff. We are fully expecting to get lots and lots of shotgun ammo in here in the next month or so. Um, but it, they, they put their efforts in making ammo to whatever is pressing in the moment. And up until now, you know, what's pressing most of the time is 223 and 9 mil. Yeah. So that's where they put most of their effort. Well, even 9 mil is coming in really good now. I mean, you, you know, four or five months ago, you couldn't yep. find it. Yep. It's, we, we, we have it on our shelves, and the price is not outrageous. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I like about you. You didn't gouge people. You kept prices relatively the same. So, you know, you did, I, there, was, there was a lot of people out there that were really jacking up their prices, and you didn't do that. So, yeah, we tried to hold that normal markup. Now, our our distri- distributors marked. I mean, we were paying more for stuff, so our prices did go up, but we certainly didn't change our markup. Our markup was still the same as it's always been. Right. Well, but the, you know, I'm I'm talking about like people on GunBroker and stuff that yeah, jacked yeah. it up like oh, 40, yeah. 40, 50 percent. You know what I'm saying? A hundred. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Because I was seeing that myself. Because. Remember when I was trying to buy a thirty thirty, and and yeah. uh, I actually I actually bought two boxes, and I never bought the thirty thirty. I'm not going to pay that. I'm not going to pay that much more for something that you know a year or two now I could probably get for forty percent less. For sure, yep, for sure. You know, it's just it's crazy what's going on out there. Crazy, Dave. Crazy, I'm telling you. <laughs> so. So what are you seeing anything new on the shotgun loads? Um, are are you seeing anything? Is there anything new that you know that got you excited? Not not from a technology technology standpoint. You know the the shotgun manufacturers are always trying to, or the shotgun shell manufacturers are always trying to make their pattern patterns better, tighter, um, more consistent, and they do that through a number of different ways. The wadding, um, they got flight control stuff. So they're always tinkering, trying to get better and better. But honestly, for that typical, you know, seven and a half um, shot size lead, two and three quarter shell that you're going to use on most hunts for like dove and and quail and that kind of stuff, those things haven't changed that much in the last 100 years, 75 years. Um, Better powder better manufacturing techniques, better primers, that kind of stuff. But the technology is still pretty much the same. So, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much about the shell that I'm buying, especially for hunting doves. I would be way more concerned with practice. And I know that stinks when there's low ammo, but <laughs> dove, hunting, dove hunting is a different kind of shooting yeah. than, just about any other, than just about any other game animal that you'll shoot. Uh, their approach is different. Their their instincts and their ability to flare at last seconds is ridiculous. Um, I, I read one time the national average is is forty percent, four out of ten. Yeah, well, I most guarantee- people shoot four out of ten. Yeah, I guarantee you, mine's way lower than that. I went when I went <laughs> last time I went quail hunting. I I mean, this is no lie. I missed over thirty quail. 
And uh, yeah, I got so disgusted. I I can't remember what gun I had. I I got so disgusted. It's like I know I'm not that bad. I'm not going to say I'm I'm a great shot with a gun. I'm not. That's why I bow hunt. But I I know I'm better than this. So I came back and I bought a CZ over and under uh, twenty gauge, just 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 for uh, and I still haven't shot that thing. It's sitting in my in my gun safe. But I'm gl- I'm glad I bought that a year and a half ago because it's probably it's probably went up forty percent from when I bought it. it that is probably it. That's a probably a pretty good guess. Yeah. So um, let's talk primers. That's another thing. I've been getting a lot of emails from people about primers. They still they, a lot of people cannot get primers. That is still true. We we are even trying to get primers and we can't get them. Why why so, why are primers behind? Uh, man, I think it's. Again, I don't know 100% for sure specifically why primers, but my guess is that it's the same as every other reason that everything was behind for a long time, and that is you have way more people who are wanting to do something. Yeah. So when, ammo is, when, the, when the ammo shortage hits, everybody's looking for alternatives. So then you have a whole bunch more people getting into reloading because they don't want to pay you know, $75 for a box of 59 mil. So they start to get into reloading. So now all of a sudden you have way more demand than what the supply was able to handle. And that, and that can't be, the supply cannot be changed in a heartbeat. Gotcha. You can't just all of a sudden make twice as many primers as you were making before. The way that the way the manufacturers are set up is they're set up to make what they make. And so if the demand is all of a sudden doubled or tripled, then it, then you're just behind and you're going to be behind for a year or more. So I, honestly, I think that's what's happening. Now, you throw in COVID, you throw in political unrest in the in, in United States, you throw in 30 million new gun owners, um, you're just creating the perfect storm that's going to literally impact everything. Yeah, Everything is going to be impacted. Yeah, I hate to ask you this, but how much has gun sales went up in the last two weeks? Um, it, it's definitely gone up. We've had some really good days the last two weeks. And honestly, this summer has been a better summer than typical for JLM. Yeah. So summer is usually a slower time for us. Um, uh, 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 you know, there's no hunting. People are, are just out shooting more than they're buying guns. But this summer, all of my employees have said this has been busier than any summer that we can remember. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of concealed carry questions and uh, open carry. And, uh, you know, with the new laws that we got passed in Iowa. Uh, well, I think my son just came and bought a SIG from me. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, he just he came in there and Kenny took care of him. He just bought a new SIG. Nice. Yeah. So, cool. yeah, he's 21 now, Dave. I can't. I told him, I said, just if you're going to buy one, go to JLM. And, Ken, you know, Kenny took care of him. So Good. Well, I'll tell you what, the one, the one thing we do have right now, and I know we've talked about this last month, too, was guns. The, our inventory on guns is, is very robust at this time. Yeah. What, uh, hey, what, did, uh, what, what do you do for people on ammo? I mean, as a, can they come in there and can they, can they pre-order stuff? Or what, what do you have for, the, for someone like that trying to get caught up? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we, we tried to think about every way that we could try to help our customers in that mm-hmm. way. But the hard thing is, is if they pre-order, I can't promise them when that ammo is actually going to get in. Well, no, I'm not, so I don't want to take. Yeah, I'm not saying that, Dave. I'm saying, can they go ahead and you know have you order, pay for it, and then that when it comes in, they got their you know they're guaranteed to have that. We've thought about that, but but the problem with that is I'm taking people's money, and I may not be able to fulfill that order for uh, three months. I got you beyond the time when all of a, when they want it. So. 
So they order a bunch of dove rounds, and I don't get them in until November. And they're like, well, what good are these things to me now? I don't want them now. Right. And it just, it, so, so we, we, we kind of stepped away from doing anything like that. Um, honestly, we just try to put it out on our Facebook page. Hey, we got ammo in. If you want it, come get it. And then we try to be, be reasonable in what we limit people to get. Now, you know, we haven't limited ammo sales for at least uh, two months now. Yeah. On certain ammo, I will. Like if I get some 5.7 in, people are real excited about 5.7, and it's super hard to get, and I may only get like 10 boxes. I'm not going to let somebody buy all 10 boxes. But right now, if you want 9 mil, I'll sell you as much as you want. I have lots of 22. I have lots of 45 autos. So if, if you want it, at this point, we're not limiting sales. If I get a bunch of shotgun stuff in for hunting, I may have to limit sales to make sure that we get as many customers, you know, at least something. Well, you know, a lot of folks are heading out west, and, you know, you're looking at, you know, the different rifle hunters going out there. And I've heard from that community that, you know, they, they can't even find rifle loads either. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, we're we're starting to get some more in. We got some 6.5 Creedmoor in. We got some 243 in. We got some 30, uh, 308 in. And we ordered up some 30-odd six. So we have some rifle rounds, and we have some more coming in. Okay. Well, you better hop on that, folks, because it's not going to last. I can tell you that right now. I It's it's just, I have I knew things were bad last year, but I, I've just never seen it. And it's just not in the firearms industry. It's everything. It's I mean, everything, yeah. It's everything. everything. I mean, it's crazy. I just, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Would, uh, hey, I I just had Vortex Optics on. We were talking about rifle uh, rifle scopes and rifle rings and stuff like that. Now, you've got one of the best uh, gunsmiths in town, Walt. I love Walt. Walt's helped me out for a long time on stuff. Um, if someone needs to get something bore-sided or, you know, get something tapped or, you know, get rings put on and they don't know how to do that, what's the best thing for them to do? Call and make an appointment or just walk in or how do you do that? Yeah, just walk in. Um, we're, we're able to handle just about anything um, at just about any time. And so if, if somebody wants to get that kind of thing taken care of, come in anytime. Um, a lot of times, if it's fairly simple, we can do it while they wait. You know, if you're just mounting up some rings and putting a scope on and bore siding it, we can typically do that in about 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Um, and so you just bring your gun in um, and whatever parts you have or purchase the parts from us. Obviously, we have scopes and rings and, and rails and all that kind of good stuff. If something had to be tapped, that's obviously longer than 20 minutes, and so that's something that Walt would have to, you know, to work on overnight or two or three days. Uh, but most most modern guns are ready to go. You don't have to do any of that kind of work. Yeah, it's pretty easy. All right, hey, you, uh, how's the fishing? Did you catch anything since we've been on? Oh, I'm not fishing now. Oh, you're not. You? Oh, I thought you, you were. Have, you have my. Come on, Dan. You have my undivided. You have my undivided attention. Well, that's kind of yeah. I'd still be fishing if it was me. I'd just. Be, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give up my fishing time. All right, come hey, on, man. Hey, hang on for a minute, Dave. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. Hey, are you in the market for a new RV this year? Here's a place to help you start looking for that new travel partner for your next vacation or outdoor adventure. Head on over to the friendly folks at Imperial RV Center in Ankeny. Imperial RV has been serving Iowa camping enthusiasts for 50 years. They carry pull-behind or fifth-wheel RVs from Sprinter, Hideout, Passport, and Alpine. They now carry SMC horse trailers that have built-in living quarters for rodeo and horse lovers. Imperial RV also features a full-service center ready for any repair that your RV might have. 
Imperial RV can finance on-site to help you with all your financing needs. They also have a full-service parts department for anything you might need to keep your camper going. They're open Monday through Saturday, located at 1727 South Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. Please call them at 515-964-1424 or check them out online at imperialrvcenter.com. That's imperialrvcenter.com. Imperial RV Center in Ankeny, making memories to last a lifetime. At American Family Life Insurance, we know that protecting your family's financial future is a priority, and life insurance is an easy way to help make that happen. You'll feel good knowing you've taken steps to protect what matters most if you were to pass away. Plus, life insurance is often more affordable than you think. Let's talk about options that fit you. Contact Darren Islander, agent at 515-964-7575 today. American Family Insurance. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You were hunting and a deer tick just crawled onto your leg and is burying its head into your flesh. You can't feel the bite and you may or may not find the tick. In the coming weeks, you may or may not notice a red ring around the bite. Shortly thereafter, you may or may not get really sick. Your doctor may or may not test you for Lyme disease. The test may or may not detect it, meaning you may or may not get the medication needed. If untreated or not treated on time, you could have a lifetime of complications. Don't take that chance. Get Elimitic clothing from Gamehide. Elimitic features insect shield, a repellent that is fused to the fabric fibers. Ticks hate it. Elimitic clothing will retain its effectiveness for the life of the garment and needs no special care. The treatment is odorless and invisible. Wearing Elimitic can help protect you from ticks, chiggers, and other biting insects and is featured in a complete line of quality Gamehide hunting clothing. To learn more, visit Gamehide.com. As we head to the fields this hunting season, you need to remember to work up your pet's activity level slowly. Don't take them out on opening day and expect them to perform without having any previous exercise. Remember to have a proper first aid kit for your pet when you go into the field. That should include bandage materials, gauze, antibiotic ointment, and items that could be used as a splint if needed, plus a muzzle. Even friendly dogs will bite if they're in pain. Please make sure your pet is current on all vaccines before you head out. Your pet should also have a good physical exam to make sure he or she is healthy enough to go hunting. Always provide your pet with protection from the elements, and this includes a high-quality pet carrier for the trips, a blaze orange hunting vest, which makes your pet more visible and provides protection from the bush as he or she runs through. Be careful and have fun. Remember, this is what most of our dogs were born to do. This message has been brought to you by Dr. Steve from Westfield Veterinary Hospital. For questions about keeping your pet healthy, contact Dr. Steve by phone at 515-9865-PET. Westfield Veterinary Hospital, for the life of your pet. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio here on 1350 ESPN. My guest is Dave from uh, over there at JLM over in Urbandale. You can't miss it. It's your, uh, really just a great little shop in there. Go, go say hi to Kenny. Kenny gets his feelings hurt if you don't say hi. So. <laughs> You know, I have to give him some trouble, Dave. Every time I call and I say, "Hey, can I talk to Dave?" He goes, "Hey, it's uh, Dangerous Dan." Or something. he's always he's always cutting me. Yeah. Some, he don't cut me no slack, yeah. so I got to give it back to him. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, what's what's been the hot item uh, right now? I I know, like I said, Danny went in there and was uh, got him a sig. I, I mean, I would imagine sigs are still on fire. I, boy, I can't believe I haven't got my predator gun yet. They're still behind on that. 
they are they are behind on their rifles. Sig is for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. It you know it's it's the it's the normal stuff. Although shotguns are becoming more popular right now as people are gearing up for hunting season. Yeah. But man, we're still selling a lot of handguns and a lot of uh, assault rifles, if for lack of a better term. So whether that's an AR or an AK or a SKS or whatever, we're still selling a lot of those. Hey, you know my that M seventeen Sig I bought. Uh, that nine mil. What is that? What's that? Yep. Is it, does, are those still worth their value? Do they hold their value pretty good? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what is that about seven, 800 bucks? Yep. Yep. Somewhere in that ballpark, depending on condition, depending upon use, that kind of stuff. But yeah, that, that's a, that's a valuable gun. The, the SIG P320 is a, is a popular gun. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that thing's a tack driver, Dave. I, you know, I'm, I'm not the best gun shot, but I, at 20 yards, I, I can, just about drive, drive tax with that thing. I, I don't know if I would ever carry it because it's a little bigger, but man, for home defense, I pity the fool that come into my house. <laughs> well, there, there's a reason the U S military chose that gun. Oh my gosh. That thing. It's, a, I, I can't believe how accurate that, that gun is. It's, and it's, yep. that's a, that's just a great gun. That's, I thought, I thought I was really going to love my shield the most of all the handguns I've had, but that M 17 SIG, I think is my favorite I've ever had. Yeah, that's a, that's that's. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, crazy. So, hey, as far as concealed carry, what do you what do you are you selling more wheel guns or more uh, semi autos? No, we almost always sell more um, semi autos. Okay. So the you know the the Sig three sixty P three sixty five the Hellcat, uh, the Smith and Wesson Shield Plus, um, you know the the Ruger. Security nine, those kind of guns, those micro nines, those are incredibly popular. Now, if somebody comes in and they're relatively new, so this is one of their first guns, yeah, I will, I will almost always show them a small revolver. Well, I, I the learn the, yeah. the learning curve. The learning curve on a revolver is significantly less than a semi-auto. Well, they're easier to clean too. They're easier to clean. They're easier to load. They're easier to shoot. Yeah, and you don't have and to worry it, about anything it, jamming. Nothing jams. If something doesn't go bang, you just keep pulling the trigger until it goes bang. Yeah, yeah. And you, so, if you got somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience and doesn't have a lot of training, hasn't owned guns before, isn't comfortable clearing a, a malfunction quickly, and you put them in a stressful situation and expect them to perform, that's a problem. Yeah. Good morning, Mountain Man of so, Pennsylvania. Good to see you. Does anybody, I got a question from Jeff. Does anybody have a black powder pistol for deer hunting? I don't think, do they? I, I don't know if I've heard of any. Uh, I'm sure there probably is. I haven't run across one. Weren't those called like blunderbusses or something? No, a blunderbuss was more like a shotgun. <laughs> but it was, just, powder. It, was a, it was powder. It was powder, right? Powder. Yeah. It was powder. It was powder and had a big old barrel on it that yeah. you could stuff rocks or or chain or nails or bolts down inside of it. Yeah, and they then, didn't use they didn't yeah. use lead balls. They used nails and all that other. You, whatever that, you're going back you, to the pilgrim days, man. Yeah, whatever you could, whatever you get your hand. On. Yeah, blunderbuss. You're talking 1700s, 1800s. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a black powder gun, uh, pistol. I, but I, again, I, that's yeah. why I have you on here. You're way more knowledgeable no, we, than I am. We, yeah, we have we we get we get a we get black powder pistols in from time to time. Oh, you do. Whether you would 
Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. But whether you would use one for hunting is another story. And the problem is some of those black powder pistols just don't carry enough pressure um, to, 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 take a, to take an animal like a deer humanely. Okay. Jeff said Tiger so, Old Navy. I don't know what that means. Is that a gun? Yeah. 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 An, an, an old Navy pistols. Those are some of the first um, cylinder pistols that you would actually load um, with, you know, black powder. But it was actually a cylinder. So you had six shots uh, as opposed to a single shot like an old musket. You actually had a pistol. So the, the old Navy, the 1851 Navies, those ones were the, some of the original um, black powder pistols. Gotcha. Charles says, what about a black powder shotgun for bird hunting? Charles, I actually used to have a night rifle uh, muzzle-loading shotgun. Uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, it was a it was a black powder shotgun uh, that we used for turkey hunting. I don't know about upland stuff. Do they... Do they yeah, that's, do, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I'm, one, <laughs> one shot. One shot, and then, and then a couple minutes to reload while the rest of the pheasants and quail and dove are all flying around you. That's like, uh, that's not any fun. Yeah. Rob in Pennsylvania says I have a 50 cal flintlock pistol I deer hunt with. Yeah. There you go. That's why we call him mountain man. He's like in the 1800s, yeah. Dave. Yeah. So as long as, as long as you could have a bullet that's big enough and a gun that can handle enough pressure to propel that projectile at a, at a, you know, a, a significant enough speed, then yeah, no problem. Yeah. You know, I, I muzzle loading. I love, I, I used to like muzzle loading because when, uh, I used to work with Tony Knight Knight was a partner on the show for a long time until they sold. But, uh, man, I tell you what, I, that's just one thing I didn't like about it was, well, there was two things I didn't like about it. One, when you shot, you had to wait for the smoke to clear to see how you did. And then, yep. and then the second was, I hated cleaning that thing. God, that was pain oh, in the butt to clean. They're a mess. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, TK two thousand. I had that was a great muzzle loading shotgun, Jeff. I I killed some birds with that. That was a good shotgun. So yeah, turkey hunting, turkey hunting. That would make sense. Yeah. Oh, they're typically they, one shot. Oh, one Dave, shot. those things would just roll a turkey, man. That, that it was I, unbelievable. Do you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You get a you get a modern a modern muzzle loader. Yeah, they can handle whatever pressure you want to stick down in them. Yeah. So are uh, are you getting anything new for shotguns in? Oh yeah, yeah we got we got lots of new shotguns in. Um, got some nice CZs in. Got some um, some Retays. Got a bunch of Mossbergs in. And then of course we always get our typical U shotguns. I mean this summer I had four different Browning A5s. Wow, that were all in great condition. And that was Browning A5 holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Uh, so whenever one of those walks in the door, I get a little weak in the knees. <laughs> See, that would be the only thing bad about a gun enthusiast owning a gun <laughs> shop. You're going to want to buy everything. <laughs> so here's something that we, we, we got in the store that's kind of crazy. We have a Barrett 416. So everybody, everybody's pretty familiar with a Barrett 50 cal, right. 50 BMG. Barrett also makes a 416, which is kind of their equivalent of a 50 cal. So it's not as big a diameter, but the bullet is enormous. This oh, gun is ridiculous. This gun is ridiculous. A 416 Barrett. If you ever get a chance, look them up online. They're crazy. But think, think, think a 50 BMG. Yeah. What are you well, going to? What, what are you going to do with a 50 cal, 
Dave? <laughs> I, I don't know, but they're fun. Yeah, I mean, are you going tank hunting or or what? I mean, <laughs> well, if you wanted to, you could. That's a, that's a big round, man. It is a big round. Mm. No, I I don't know if I I I had to be scared to shoot that thing myself. Here, but, here's the thing. The gun weighs 45 pounds. Oh my gosh. So it, has, probably... it has a muzzle brake. It has a muzzle brake on the front that's bigger than your hand. Really? The recoil is nothing. The recoil, I, well, I shouldn't say nothing, but the recoil is way less than you than you would think. Okay. Well, if you want a 50 cal weapon, there you go, folks. Go see David JLM. <laughs> that's crazy. How, somebody, traded, somebody sold that or traded that in? No, they're consigning it. Oh, man. I don't, that's uh what talk about a great home defense gun. Well, you could defend your home against whoever's coming to the front door and whoever's about a mile and a half away. Yeah. I was going to say, you could just clear the lane, just clear the lane, you know, zombie apocalypse, line them up. Yep. Uh, Rob wants to know, can he buy that from you from Pennsylvania? Absolutely. Yeah. Rob, what's the telephone number, Dave? 515. 515. 331-1577, Mountain Man. Yep. And if you go on Facebook, I, I took a bunch of pictures of it, so we have it posted on our Facebook page if you want to look at some of the images. Yeah, well, there just goes Mountain Man's paycheck for the week. <laughs> he says he's got it. I think I just sold you a gun. All right. Yeah, that's all right. All right, brother. Uh, a half hour with you always goes real quick. And thank you so much for coming on here every month. I, I know the listeners love it, Dave. I learn something every time you come on here. So thanks for doing it. I appreciate you. Yeah, and, and, and one of my favorite things is answering questions. So if people want to send in questions for our next show um, ahead of time, that would be awesome because then we could kind of go through them and figure out which ones would, would, would apply the best. Yeah, just hit me up. PM me, folks, if you want to. Have Dave answer a question, or hey, go on Dave's Facebook page and send him questions there too. You can also do it through JLM, and you know I'm sure you can save them too, Dave. Oh yeah, we yeah, and we answer a ton of questions on our Facebook page. We we do a lot of interaction, and we really try to respond very quickly. Most of our responses are within an hour. Yeah, um, for questions about inventory, questions about guns, questions about posts, or just general questions. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, if you're looking for ammunition uh, or for of any type, make sure you go on Dave's Facebook page. Uh, look up JLM on Facebook, and uh, that way you know what they have in stock, and you know it'll, that way it'll save you drive too, and you can keep up on the inventory as well. Yeah, when, when ammo hits, we post it right away, so you know what we got. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bro. I will check back with you in a couple weeks. If you need something, let me know. Tell everybody where you're at. So we are basically at 70th and Douglas in Urbandale on the north side of the road. Um, find us on Facebook. Phone number is 515-331-1577. We're open weekdays, 930 to 5, and on Saturday, 930 to 4, closed on Sundays. All right, Dave. Go back. Have some fun fishing, and thanks for the time today. All right. Good talking to you, Dan. Bye-bye. There he goes, Dave from JLM. A31 and some change. I need to tell you about Herman's Fine Jewelers real quick. You know, Dave is the go-to guy for if you got a technical aspect or if you got a firearm that, you know, you want to make sure that you have somebody there that knows what they're doing. Dave's a great resource for that. When it comes to jewelry or if it comes to having something laying around like an old watch or ring or something that you just don't use anymore, but, you know, you got a 
you got to get you some ammunition or you got, you want to buy a new shotgun or a new, a new self-defense gun, take your stuff over to Herman's fine jewelers. Cause they're the authority on what your stuff is that you just don't wear anymore. 2900 University Avenue, West Des Moines. They've been helping people for 39 years. Donnie and Frank are great people. They got also 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. If you're getting engaged, you're, you know, you got some anniversary coming up or you just want to do something special, they can handle all that. They can do on-site jewelry repair and they can do custom jewelry for you as well. They've been helping me for a long time. They are some of the nicest people out there. That's why they've been in business so long. So if you're looking for something that's going to make somebody's day a little bit brighter, go to Herman's Fine Jewelers and tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to uh, the Outdoor Call Radio. Almost did it again. The Outdoor Call Radio on 1350 ESPN. <laughs> he's Eric. Eric ordered a, an elite remedy, and he's he's having problems because he hasn't got it yet. He's 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 going through withdrawal. I can totally understand that, but he's going to love that remedy when he gets it in. Speaking of love. The guy that brings love to every new car and truck buyer across the Midwest, Smoking Joe Smeltzer, actually came off vacation in time to do a segment this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing there, part-time? Uh, I'm here. I'm here full-time. So <laughs> You're here full-time. I think, I, you, I think you have far and surpassed Randy Munson for time off. Well, he's he's rubbed off on me. I mean, so he's taught me well, right? Well, I mean, you, you've done it. such a good job. You've sold every vehicle, uh, Carl Chevrolet. <laughs> so I guess I guess you, if you're going to take time, it's a good time to do it. <laughs> and it's not getting any better. I just was talking about it just a few minutes ago. So, well, I've had two or three people uh, talk to me in the last two weeks where they've went and pre-ordered stuff, and they're so happy because they still get all the discounts, and they also they're getting they're getting primo trade-in prices for their yep. vehicles. I had one yep. guy message me and told me he almost got what he paid for and he had 5,000 miles on his vehicle. Yeah, that can happen on a lot of vehicles. And it just kind of depends on if they trade it in now or wait because some of these vehicles are taking three, four, five months to get in. Yep. And we're giving them approximate values of what that you know vehicle is worth at that time based off of the mile they may put on it and so forth. And <clears throat> the values are still really, really high even that far because... The inventory, it's its kind of a, at a, you know, it's still moving slowly, but it's its just, it's not where it once was. Of course, it's still going to take a long time for it to get back to kind of normal. Well, he, so. had, a, he had a used car, so he's he had something to drive. See, like me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. I, I can, I, I'm not going to trade my truck in. I love my sure. truck too much. But I uh, if I was going to trade it in, I know I could probably get almost what I paid for it. Yep. But I wouldn't have anything else to drive. Hey, speaking of that, Jenny wanted me to ask you, what about her lease, her Equinox? Are you guys in demand for Equinoxes right now? Yeah, because they're not even building the Equinoxes right now. So can, have can you get, can you, since she's working from home, can you get her out of her lease w- without losing money? Uh, very possible. So, I mean, it's just something I'd have to, I'd have to see and just check on. But, I mean, we have been doing that to customers too. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I pulled a customer out of a lease. I mean, I think they had maybe a year or two left on it, so they got they got out way early. So, and it just is because supply and demand. I mean, I have zero equinoxes, and I don't have any coming in soon. So, well, she hardly has any miles on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's got good options and all yeah. that stuff. And I mean, it's it's you know Jenny's equinox, of course. Yeah, it's the it's the Jenny mobile. So, the Jenny-mobile. Um, well, she's one. She's thinking maybe we just buy something used and just pay it off, and then. Cause, <laughs> 
because as long as she's working from home, there's no, you know, there's no sense her paying that car payment every month. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, so uh, just something that I was thinking about that. Larry McCoy just put on there. Lead times have decreased uh, a lot on bow orders. Should be any time, Eric, if you didn't see that message. So yeah, it's about four to six weeks, I think, for bows. So is it? Yeah. yeah. Everything. That's pretty common for that time frame, isn't it? Well, no, most of it, like before, like in January or February, if I ordered a bow off EliteArchery.com, yeah. I had it within seven to 10 days. Oh, okay. It's just okay. everything. Yeah, so it's stretched out a little bit longer. Everything's behind. Yep. Everything. Yep. I've heard about that too. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen anything like what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah. All right. So if someone wants to buy a vehicle, what can you do for them right now? Uh, ordering. I mean, the biggest thing is just ordering. We we can order really what you want. It's just is you know allocations fairly low right now of how many we get of each vehicle. But I mean, trucks, SUVs, some of those. If you get some higher end options, some of those could be right around four to six months. Is kind of what I'm seeing, and that's a decent guess because you know every day is a new day, and you know, you, things get thrown at us every day that we're not used to seeing. So. Are they still doing military discounts? Yep, still doing military discount, first responder, healthcare provider. Um, educator discount too. Uh, college students, they get a discount as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of different programs out there available. Okay. All right. How about yep. post, post, post college discounts? Post college, uh, six months. Yeah. He can get the fans of fr- the fans, the friends and family discount, right, Joe? Friends and family discount. That's right. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Andrew. There you go, Andrew. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. That uh, was, that's what we were looking for. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, buddy. Tell them where they can find you. 1101 Southeast, Oral Labor at the Rock. All right, and then I'll be heading your way sometime next week. I got some Milo certificates to give you. Okay, I'll be around all week. Thanks, Joe. Yep, see ya. There he goes, smoking Joe Smelter. Go save him. He'll save you a ton of money, folks. He's a good guy over there at Carl Chevrolet. So, uh, speaking of discounts, I'm going to discount some trivia right now. So, 244-1350, 244-1350 is the number to call. If you want to get one of these brand spanking new Artie Guys Chill and Brew Disc for dove season or for your fall fishing, I'm going to make this. What bow? What's the name of my bow? I just said it like five minutes ago. Eric, it's even on my timeline. If 244-13, what is the name of my bow? It's an elite what? If you know that, you're going to get this Chill and Brew Disc. And I'll give you a hint. It's when you try to get a solution... It, that's another word. Or if you're feeling bad, you're looking for what? That's the, Those are two great hints if you missed it. I, I'm pretty much giving it away. Yeah, I was going to say that pretty much gives it straight away. Yeah, Eric, quit telling people. On, I'm trying not to give it away, Eric. Eric's sitting there going, I love you guys on Facebook. You bunch of cheaters. So we're going to take a break. We'll give some stuff away when we come back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, that sounds to mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge, is up on deck. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you can light them up, 244-1350, and we'll get you on the line. Good morning, Pam. How you doing, kiddo? Trivia is brought to you today by the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi. He is a Jedi dentist. He will use the force to calm you down, and you won't have any more fear about getting a cavity filled, getting a crown, getting a, a root canal. You name it, he'll take care of it along with him, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Brandt, and Dr. Williams. And they just got another dentist on, so there's so there's five of them now there to take great care of you. 
at Advanced Family Dentistry. They can do uh, TMJ, Wisdom Teeth, Cosmetic Dentistry. They can even help you with sleep apnea. They're located at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny. And uh, they, they they really could take care of you for anything. Invisalign, you want to smile, your smile better. They can do Invisalign and get you the smile you always wanted. Give them a holler at 964-1490, uh, 964-1490, or anytime at AnkenySmiles.com. He is a Jedi dentist. He's my dentist. So when you leave, he should be saying, may the floss be with you. The floss will be with you. I, I just always. give up. I just give up. So let's Come go. On, let's just go to the phones and say hi. Uh, we got Fishing Dave on this morning. Fishing Dave, good morning. Good morning. All right. I know you want one of those chill and brew discs. You bet I do. Uh, I know this is perfect, and I guess you're going to use it for fishing, right? You bet I will. Are, hey, are you going to buy my boat? I wish I could. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hear you, brother. I figured you'd be one hopping on that one because it's got everything in the world on it. If you give me the Fish and Dave discount, maybe I would. That is the Fish and Dave discount. Oh, okay. I'm already losing money. <laughs> so, all right, what uh, what what's the name of my bow I'm shooting? Remedy. A remedy. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Fish and Dave, you're a winner. Thank you. Thank you, buddy, and you get feeling better. All right, thanks. You're welcome. Bye. There goes Fish and Dave, and I'm just waiting patiently for Andrew. So, Andrew... I'm really kind of hoping my boat doesn't sell, to be honest with you, because I'd love to go fishing next year. Jeff, let's go see what Jeff is up to this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Do you want one of those chillin' brew discs for dove season or fishing? Yeah. You could also use it for a beverage if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Multi-tool. What's the name of my bow I'm shooting? Um, Dave just told you. Elite Remedy. Elite Remedy, ding, 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 ding. You got it, Jeff. Congrats, man. Hey, we'll call you back after the show, Jeff. We appreciate you tuning in. All right, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff sounded a little tired. Well, that's okay. I mean, it is early. Yeah. I mean, I could could use a nap. Yeah. You look like you could use a nap. (laughs) I always look like I'm always tired. (laughs) So... If you missed the first part of the show, Philip Vanderpool, Larry McCoy, and I went out and we put a couple tower blinds up. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. That was an experience. From 7 in the morning until 1 in the morning, that's how long it took us to put these up. And i got to tell you, they're awesome. I can't wait to hunt in them. And uh, we're actually going to shotgun hunt this year, uh, which I i don't think I've ever shotgun hunted in Iowa. I, maybe once I think I have. Maybe once. But we're actually going to shotgun hunt this year, so uh, we got we got a couple friends. Uh, we're going to do some stuff uh, with some folks, and uh, we're going to film it for the show. And uh, we're really excited about this. So we're going to partake in first and second shotgun season this year. So, boy, I tell you what, if you have, if you're bored, if you're bored, we're hanging stands today. Eric, I, I, I <laughs> Eric, Aaron says I want to like it. Uh, no, Eric, I'm not bored. I got plenty to do and I've, I've done my stand. We move stands and stuff on Wednesday. So I'm done until hunting season. Everything's done. I went, I went and put all my mock scrape stuff, got it all freshened up. And, uh, I got, uh, we, Larry and, uh, Philip and I, we moved some stands around and we got those tower blinds up and we're ready to rock and roll. It will be here before, you know, it's like 20 weeks till hunting season. Is it 20 weeks? I don't think it's 20 weeks. It's, uh, what is it? Uh, eight, eight uh, 10 weeks. What is it? What is, where's my phone? 
October, from October 1st is bow season, right? So today's mm -hmm. the 21st. So we got one, two, three, four, five. We got six weeks till, till October 1st. Six weeks. Yabba dabba doo. Let's go. <laughs> I was going to say 20 weeks. That sounds way. I think it's 20 weeks till Christmas. That's, I knew there was something there. I remember when I could broadcast and make sense. It was a good thing. Yeah, I know, Aaron. We're going to have. I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt first season and then film. I know Aaron. Aaron says you can only hunt one or two. I understand that. We got, but we're gonna be hunting both seasons because we got multiple people. Yeah, forty two days. I have no idea what forty two days to what clue patch. Then we just didn't we six times seven would be forty two. Oh, it's okay. Forty two days till hunting season. All right. Ding 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 ding. You know, be more specific, clue patch. Come on, man. You know, I, you could be talking about uh, you could be talking about Bath Beauty and Beyond sale or something. I have no idea. What be you're sure talking to be with about. us next time for further adventures of Rocky <laughs> the Flying Squirrel. So, <laughs> where did you pull that out of? <laughs> Deep yeah. in the archives. Yeah, yeah, he pulled that. I haven't heard that one in a long time. So, anyway. <laughs> all right. So, uh, anyway, yeah. Next week we got Milo certificates to give away. Uh, I think we got uh, we got a DNR DNR person on next week to talk a little bit. Oh, hey, I've had so many emails about COVID being COVID antibodies being found in the deer. Okay. Oh no, no, Dave, we're not playing that one. Um, <laughs> don't worry about that. As long as you're cooking the deer meat, any kind of virus that's in that deer meat is going to be cooked out it's going to be it's totally safe for human consumption and if you think about it anything that breathes your your cat your dog your chimpanzee whatever pet you got at home they probably got covid antibodies in their system too i mean it's all around us right so of course they're going to be in the white tail but don't worry about it it's you know and if you ever do, if you're ever really worried about anything when it comes to eating wild game, just don't eat the organs. Um, CWD, chronic wasting disease. If you're gonna, if if there was anything you would ever have to worry, about, I know a lot of people like eating the heart and the liver. Don't do that no more. You don't be safe. But I don't. I've had people email me. I don't know if I'm going to deer hunt this year because I'm afraid to eat the meat. What are you talking about? I don't know who put all that stuff out there, but it, they need to put it out there that if you thoroughly cook your meat, the 140, 135, 140 internal temperature, you're fine. Don't yeah. stress about eating your deer. I'm not, I'm not giving my deer meat up. No. Not Except even to me. Huh? Well, Except yeah, I'll share me. it with you, but oh, it's totally safe. Totally. Don't worry about that. I think it's just anti-hunters, you know, not saying the antibodies aren't th the, the stuff's not there, but it's going to cook out. Please don't stress about that. No need to. No need to. You know, don't eat your parrot. You know, <laughs> or your cockatoo. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if you have a pet I, pig, I, I'm maybe really gonna. I'll, I'll get hate mail on that one. Do, I can't believe you said people should eat their parrot. <laughs> Technically, you said don't. I said don't. Yeah, don't do it. But they don't listen. They don't. They always misconstrued what I say. So, what's the pot for? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He knows he's in for a long, a long trip with that I'm one. I'm telling you, hawk, it's what's for dinner. I, <laughs> I'm telling you what, there's too many hawks. I don't, you know how many hawks I saw this week? There's another problem for our, our game birds and everything else. Too many hawks, man. You should become a hawk trainer. 
Get, oh, no, do what? Get the glove, be a hawk trainer. Uh, no, that's falconry. Falconry. There yeah, you go. That's a falcon. That's why I asked that yeah, question. Yeah. I couldn't figure that out. But yeah, you should do that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go, John. John, those 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 turkey calls rock, man. Those tur- we I I had it. John 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 Pageant. He's he's like one of the Georgia's best turkey hunters. I hope I got that state right, John. Uh, he sent me <laughs> he some turkey a, calls, and I had a chance to play. I, I've been so busy this week; I only got a chance to play them for a little bit. But I'm going to be talking about these turkey calls. These things rock. One of the best box calls I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to tell you about that here in the next couple of weeks. So there you go. All right, we got to go. Uh, if you got something going on and you need to get a hold of us, go to theoutdoorcallradio.com. Hit me up on Facebook. You can look up Dan, uh, Outdoors Dan or look up the Outdoor Call Radio. You can find me there on Facebook. Uh, other than that, for Andrew and I, please be good to one another. We're all in this mess together, and uh, be kind. Being kind goes a long way anymore, right? Thanks to all my partners here on the show, and until we meet again, God bless everybody. Please keep it here on 1350 ESPN. Try to keep-